Hello! Hello! Welcome losers, lurkers, and sex workers alike! Welcome to the Deadly Sins Podcast! Deadly Sins Podcast! If you're here, you're either a pervert or you sell to perverts. Either way, let's be friends! Yeah! I'm Lady Aslan. I'm Queen Marina. And yeah, that's that's that's, that's the intro. That's our intro. We've got it really <laughs> down. I feel like we should pre-record it and like make it sound really good with like background music. Dude, I want to like, do that like so, so badly. Some what what Yeah, make it like real profesh. Oh, what, what is um, anyway, for those sorry. of you who are just listening, uh, we are filming today's episode. Hell yeah. Uh, if you sign up, let's just segue right in. If you yeah. sign up for our Patreon page. Patreon, which is patreon.com slash deadly sins duo. Uh, if you go there, you'll get exclusive content. We have like how-to videos. We have just like hanging out with us kind of vibes. We yep. post blog posts and the uh, podcast episodes get a video recording version on there. So. Yeah. You also get the early access to the podcast episode episodes too so yes so which is awesome yeah if you want to support us the lowest tier is a dollar um we really appreciate the support yeah um and yeah that was a great segue yeah so yeah subscribe that's that's why you heard me going what the fuck is going on with my hair because i'm looking at myself in a video it's really disorienting it is it's really hard to like talk to the mic and then also try to look at the camera talk and to then the mic. talking to you and then and talking like, to marina trying to be open to the camera everybody who's just listening on the podcast is like what what the fuck is just this skip episode this, about skip this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway today's episode we are talking about greed more specifically power dynamics yeah and you might think that we're going to be going into like a femdom rant but actually we're not this is going to be pertaining to all of sex work because there are power dynamics everywhere in our life. Yeah. Although we could do an episode like just based on like oh, 100%. subs and doms. If you if that was something you'd be interested in, pop us a message on segueing into our Twitter page. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me go. <laughs> just I'm good at that plugging. <laughs> uh, our t- Twitter page, uh, not super much going on. It's not super much words. Not super There's much. There's not like a whole lot going on there, but that's where we post up let you guys yeah. know what's going on uh give up information and like they'll start getting a little bit more fun and active pretty soon mm-hmm. but on there uh that's where you can reach us and get a hold of us and chat with us absolutely and uh yeah if you have any questions if you have any topics you want brought to the podcast uh that's a really good place to reach us to to find yeah. out yeah you, you can talk to us on there yeah. Yeah, we would love to for a follow and you know hang out yeah, with us. Support us. Yeah. Support we would really us. appreciate support us. it. Woo. Okay, um, let's get into it. Oh, before we do that, oh, right. I'm gonna say one last thing. Uh <laughs> it kind of sort of linking to the other things just not one as last smooth as a segue. Plug. It's not as smooth, it's a little bit bumpy on this one. But we are looking for sponsors. Yeah. So if you uh have like a small shop of some sorts and you think that we might be a good uh match if you would like us to talk about your products or about you or However, that you would like, you might want that to look. Yeah. Pop us a message and we would love to chat with you because, uh, you know, we have a good platform with awesome people, awesome listeners, and Mm -hmm. we would love to, you know, share that with you guys. So, yeah. Sweet. So, give us a dingle. Yeah. Dingle? Could you choose any other word? (laughs) No. I liked that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what, what? Oh, what, what? Okay. <laughs> this get... is our second podcast we're filming today. <laughs> so we're a little bit. Yeah, if you're also watching it, you'll see we're in the same clothes. We didn't even try to make the illusion. No, there was no illusion of drinking from the here. same cups. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into power dynamics. Yeah, let's do it. 
All right. So it's not just pertaining to femdoms and submissives or doms, any dom and submissives. It's pertaining to basically every aspect of our life has power dynamics and different ships. Um, but specifically, we're going to be talking about power dynamics in sex work because like fucking this is the fucking podcast that we talk about. Sex yeah. Work, so. But like it also, yeah, it goes like, I mean, yes, we're talking about like client to content creator in right. this kind of context. But yeah. like, you know, the emphasis like being... This is across the board to someone who provides something and someone who pays for something. That's right. It's all universal across the board. Yeah. We just have some extra layers because it's like sexually explicit content yeah. and it's our identities. It's who we are. Yeah. And- yeah, not necessarily seen as legal. <laughs> Depending on where you are. Some it's more like turning away. Some it's like just absolutely not legal. I'm doing a funky dance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So... In the sex work industry, who has the power? Well, <laughs> that's it's, a really good it's question. It's a loaded question. <laughs> because, like, obviously, like, I say I do. Or yeah, the, the sellers. The power, me. Yeah. Me. The, the people who are providing. I'm powerful. The content is obviously the people who are in charge. Right. But it doesn't really quite look like that. Because without people buying, we have nothing. Right? Right. We don't have any power over anyone if no one's knocking on our door asking for anything. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like if you don't have, if you're not, you're, you're the supplier, yeah. but if there ain't a demand, there's yeah. nothing powerful about you. You're not, you you're, can be the, the singular ruler of Mars, but no one's on Mars. So does that really matter? <laughs> That's a great metaphor. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I remember reading a tweet from somebody, I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about anybody can take nudes yeah anybody can take a sexy picture but it's how you market yourself and how you present yourself that makes you attractable to other people and it's having that knowledge that it's not just taking a oh there's a picture of my feet oh i took a picture of my tits people are gonna buy my shit now for like thousands of dollars it's not how it works no that's what they want you to think though because that's how you get enticed into it right when you see i think that like worn goods based websites are really good at trapping you into this oh my god because they're like oh look how much money you can make yeah. look like these people are selling their panties for like 50 dollars a pair oh my god does the exact same that's fucking true. thing they, they, they make it seem like you can make so much money by doing almost nothing but they, what they don't tell you is sure there's an audience out there and you could make a lot of money but it is not without effort like either you've built your effort making a social gathering Social gathering. Social following. Social media following. Wow. <laughs> that was what I meant to say. It didn't come out that way. Social, if you have like, say if you have like a million fans well, on yeah. on Twitter. Say you're Cardi or, B or. Yeah. You're going to have. If you wait, wait, wait. Who was the fucking chick? Bella that, Thorne. Be, oh, say you're fucking Bella Thorne. And you just say one day, I have an OnlyFans. Of course you're not going to have to work really hard. But you had to work hard to get, you know, the audience you have on other platforms. I mean, Maybe. Well, you know, the sentiment being, yeah, okay, you worked yeah, yeah, hard yeah, yeah. in different yeah, aspects, yeah. so you don't have to work hard here. Here. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, see what you if mean. If you got onto, like, say, a TV, a reality TV show, we see that a lot with reality right. TV show personalities, right? right? Making OnlyFans and things like that, right? They made their, their success by being on a television show that lots of people watched and lots of people then continue to follow on social media. Yeah. Therefore, when they say, hey, I'm doing this thing you might be interested in spending money on to line my pocket, right. absolutely they'll follow you. Yeah, and like that was the case with Bella Thorne, right? Yeah. Like she had a huge following um, 
created a Twitter account, didn't really have to do much because people went, holy shit, a real-time celebrity has, has, an, only has an OnlyFans. I'm going to fucking subscribe to this. So she had plenty. She had total power in that. Yes. So she had the demand of guys buying her shit and then she scammed them. <laughs> so we've already ranted about that. We're moving on. <laughs> Trying to at least. <laughs> Have some PTSD. Yeah, it was a Fucking up our industry. Yeah. But anyway. Frustrating times. But yeah, she that's a really good example of somebody who has the power in it. Yeah, and we do right? see that coming up like... Uh, you know, as much as I don't like necessarily what Bella Thorne did, right. what I do appreciate is that the more m- mainstream people doing this it gets, yes. the more safe it becomes for the people who participate. Well, right? it, it's going to further it along to creating proper rights for sex workers. Exactly. Right? That that will <clears throat> eventually, supposing it keeps going this way, will be a trickle down effect. Fingers crossed. Um, it might not be universally for every country in the world, but no, I... No, but I'm thinking like the like Canada, United States this area maybe like maybe even Europe as well could potentially move towards legalization and and creating proper rights and restrictions for sex workers which is a huge privilege but we're not there yet we're not there yet but this is the you know the stepping stones that you have to mainstream people yeah if mainstream people do it you know now like when you say I mean like not like I advertised to all my buddies out there that I do OnlyFans, but like, you know, if I mention the word OnlyFans, I don't have to explain what it is. Yeah. It people be- know what it people is. People are getting it now. Yeah. It's not like when you mention like Night Flirt or something. I mean, like, I feel like you could guess what it is, but OnlyFans is pretty mainstream. Yeah. It's, and you know what? Good for OnlyFans. Way to go. Bringing in a, a relatively safe place for people to sell their content, right? Uh, yeah. The key term is relative. But relative. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate what they do. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily appreciate all the, how they do it. How they do it, yeah. Yes. Same. But yeah, yeah. anyways. Um, Back onto that tangent. Yeah. So we have this weird double play where we're the content providers and people pay us money to provide something that it's it's us. We're yeah. providing us. That's what sex work is. Yeah. Right? And so there's a weird double power dynamic play because we're using our own bodies so there's like that bodily autonomy but people are providing money and so who has the majority of control Mm -hmm. and we see a lot in like mainstream like i whenever i think about this phrase i think of retail like the customer is always right sort of shit which i don't fucking believe but i feel like anyone who has worked in retail i feel like Personally, I think everyone should do their time. <laughs> Agreed. 100%. You know, do you your time. Always, someone, yeah, you do should. your time. Learn what it's like to be the other side of the counter, right? Because it sucks. You'll have empathy afterwards. Yeah. You'll be actually a nice person. Whoa. What? <laughs> um, but really, like, when you have the experience working in customer service, yeah. you get it from then on out, right? Yeah. You're, you, like, sometimes, you know, you are the customer and you are right. And you can But the two are mutually exclusive. Yeah. It doesn't mean like you're a customer, therefore you are always correct. Exactly. That's not how it goes. It's that you realize that sometimes it's not, it's not because I'm a customer, I'm right. It's because of the situation that I'm right. Absolutely. And then sometimes you have to be humbled and this happens to all of us where it's like, actually me, I fucked up. I'm, I'm the loser here. I'm going to take the L. Um, I'm going to take the L. (laughs) Have you not heard that? No. (laughs) That's an expression I use. It's so good. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, and I think especially in sex work where your product is you, the customer is rarely correct. Well, yeah. (laughs) And it's really hard to, like, 
argue a solid statement against that, right? Yeah. I can't, someone can't tell me out of, a, like, a customer can't approach me and tell me why I should be nude in all my photos, right? As if you've listened to the podcast before, I have very strict, strict limitations of yeah. what I do and do not show. And, you know, some Which of them might seem kind of weird from the outside, but I have what I'm comfortable with. And you're not going to see anything that I don't want you to see. Exactly. Um, and we've talked about how setting up boundaries for yourself in this business are incredibly important. Like important. Yeah, but there is absolutely <laughs> in no universe going to be a client who tells me, no, 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 this is how it's going to be. And you're going to do it this way because I'm right. Right. Now, the question comes into play mm-hmm. is what if they offered you an obscene amount of money? Well, that's where, like, you know, the power dynamic is. Because exactly. honestly, when I, because this has happened a whole bunch of times before, right? As you, if you're watching our version, the video version of our podcast, you'll right. see right now, even in this context, I'm still wearing a mask. Because one of my absolute no-goes is going to be my face. Yeah. You're not going to see my whole face. You'll see part of my face. You'll see, you know, maybe a side profile of it. But you will never mm-hmm. see my whole face. And I'm very, very strict on that. Yeah. And how many people have said, well, give you more money if you show your face that is flat out bullying like no joke they're trying to change the power dynamic so they're the ones in power they're trying to control me and they're trying to belittle my own validation and my feelings absolutely that is absolutely what they're trying to do and maybe they don't see it that way yeah i I definitely don't think they're like especially in that context i don't think they're trying to be malicious no but it's still they're trying to challenge the power dynamic they're trying to tell me the way that i should be running my business yeah and i i'm firmly believe that there there can be a dollar amount applied to certain things but specific to identity like like your own um oh what what is the word boundaries not boundaries when you're trying to uh anonymity Mm, yeah people should not be forcing or like trying to coerce in any way that that you break that boundary for them. Yeah, absolutely. And like your anonymity is really important to you. And you've made ways like with the mask to make it so that people still get the full face effect, but your anonymity still remains intact. Yeah, it's the way I honor my boundaries while still trying to, you know, amend to your preferences right preferences, right because i i understand why guys want the because like for so long you nose had down nose down pictures yeah but now you're actually able to like full Show face because face. like guys really do like to be able to see the eyes and like facial expressions and things like that i totally get that yeah um but it's also like the same reason why like if you're a buyer and you have like this happens so many fucking times and you have like a, a seller that you really like and you end up fucking looking for them on social media and find out they're real fu- like what the fuck absolutely not why okay. the fuck this this is called for people that don't know what it is it's called doxing and it's actually really illegal <laughs> like really like, and doxing doesn't necessarily mean like just going out it means outing a person right yes. it means outing them in any capacity yep. right yeah and it's there's never a situation where that's okay no never not at all you shouldn't be offering more money for somebody to expose their anonymity at all yeah unless they have specifically said hey you can spend x amount of dollars for my real phone number like i've, I've known people that do that yeah and it's usually an obscene amount of money because <laughs> it's it a, has to be it's a, an obscene amount of risk yeah <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like as soon as a buyer has some sort of personal information on you, they automatically become a threat. Yes. In my opinion, I believe that they become a threat. Yeah. Because I've seen too many buyers take it way too far. Yeah. And it, it just becomes scary. Yeah. And you do not want that power dynamic where you're feeling helpless 
mm-hmm. and vulnerable to a person that has your real name. Yeah. <laughs> It's a terrifying situation, right? Yeah. There's a reason why, like, I mean, part of why we made the podcast was so that we could have a safe place where we can educate people how to do this safely, right? Yes, absolutely. How do you protect your identity? How do you keep yourself safe? Yeah. How can you go about this business being who you are, but being also, another persona safely, yeah, right? How exactly. do you handle that duality? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a difficult terrain and not a lot of people know how to navigate it or what to do when faced with a customer that is pushing yeah those boundaries because when they say when they say i'm going to give you this much more money how about double how about triple so that i can get this content that is them testing the power dynamic how much money will it take for you to lose your power dynamic of saying no and again not i don't always believe that they're doing it in like a a malicious way but it still happens but it still is and that's why it's really important to know your limitations have your clear set boundaries on what you will and will not adhere to right like like i remember when i first started out I was like, I'm absolutely not going to sell my shit. That's fucking gross. I will not do that. Like but, literal shit. Like literal shit. Yeah, literal. Like, I mean, like poop. <laughs> <laughs> Which is gross. But like, there, with that, there was a dollar amount. There, there was at some point. There was. But that doesn't risk my actual safety. Yeah. They could try and clone me, I guess. Can you try and clone somebody from their own shit? The amount of effort that would take you to go right ahead. If you're really going to take my shit and try and clone me, you win. I had somebody say that they would never sell their own cum. Like, this was a dude friend of mine. Because he was afraid that people were going to clone him. I'd be more afraid of, like, that being, like, turkey baster shit. (laughs) But it's dead by the time you ship it. Well, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Some weird stuff can happen. It can arrive overnight. What if they arrive a- overnight? Could you imagine though if they asked for overnight shipping on that? And then trying to get themselves pregnant. I thought sperm died after eight minutes. It was like exposed to the air. I don't know the don't stats know that. on those. Okay, but like if it was frozen or something. <laughs> We're going too far into this. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was a weird tangent. <laughs> But yeah, the point being, there was a dollar amount. Yeah, there was a dollar amount, but that didn't affect my, my personal boundary. And I think that's like a huge one that should never be broken is your anonymity, no matter how much people. Wherever that boundary is for you and keeping that anonymity, there shouldn't be a dollar amount, in my opinion, that should risk that. And to be fair, I have not in like all of my years of doing this been asked to reveal my anonymity. Mm, That's good. I've had people try to find me on like social media and be like oh is this you and like send screenshots and i've gone this is creepy no (laughs) they never have found me because god i'm like very very careful but i've had people really try really try to fucking bring me down (laughs) and (laughs) don't like that and nope yeah it's scary as shit so no the customer is not always right in fact they're rarely right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that's true but it's also like if you're we've talked about this before if you're in a situation where you need money right well what if them offering to double whatever their like your normal offer is so that you do something that you're maybe not so comfortable with what if that pays off your mortgage for the month what if that pays for groceries so you can fill up your fridge again (sighs) 
one if that means finally you can like replace your worn out boots i don't know like your life your problems but yeah. like yeah you know it could be like wow that could really make such a big difference to me right now if i just said yes have you ever done anything you regretted have i ever done anything that i've regretted well yes okay i mean like like i've done stupid shit where like when i first started a dude offered like 500 dollars to cam to cam and i wasn't comfortable with that and obviously he didn't pay up front and uh, he scammed me so i regret that that was a big learning experience but have i ever done anything else that i regretted wish you could take back or wish you said that no to it no that's good. No, I'm, really glad. I'm pretty after that one experience of being scammed. The only things that I have regretted is pricing too low. Mm, that's fair. So like I used to price my videos at $2 a minute, mm. which is a f- that's ridiculous. What the fuck? What are you going to do for $2 a minute? Like for a five minute video, I'm getting paid 10 fucking dollars. That's insane. Silly. Oh my Silly. God. I mean, my content was shit back then. So I mean like, but other than that, no, I, I haven't regretted anything that that I've been asked because usually like I, I rarely do phone calls. I rarely do cam to cam. It has mm-hmm. to be with somebody that like, cause I just don't like doing cam to cam. I'm awkward as fuck. I'm awkward I get as it. fuck. And, and, like, <laughs> the spontaneity of it freaks me out. The phone call is better. It's just yeah. because then I can lay in my PJs like eating fucking popcorn. I would. Yeah, I get that. But the cam to cam, I actually have to like get dolled up and do things like that. Yeah. And plus that first experience really threw me for a loop for doing cam to cam. But Otherwise, no, I price my stuff like really well now that if you can't afford my top dollar shit, you don't get me. And I'm fine with that. I have no problem saying no to people that can't afford me. That's fair. <laughs> have I, you? I, the only regrets I've had, like, I, I've never felt like I've priced something really wrong. I felt pretty confident yeah, about that. you've been really good with pricing. Yeah, like, like I've definitely go. raised my prices and like, I've definitely felt weird about lowering my prices when mm-hmm. the pandemic hit, but like yeah. morally it feels like the right thing and I still feel okay with that choice even though like I don't love that I did that yeah because it's the same content it's just cheaper but also like I know that people are struggling and it didn't, it didn't feel nice. it didn't feel right to me yeah. to keep it at where it was before um and I I still stand by that but I have regretted who I've sold to yeah I guess that's true yeah I've definitely had like the customer where I'm just like not very good energy don't yeah. really like chatting with them uh, I, they offer me money so that we can have a service and interaction. And I've, I should have just said no, because I didn't like them. I didn't like interacting with them. I didn't like thinking about, I don't know what this person looks like. I don't know who they are. I don't know where they live, right. but like, they still have my shit. And I, I don't like that. Or I don't mean like literal shit. I guess Sorry. sometimes I do. <laughs> okay. But like, okay. I, I guess I should clarify that like Mm -hmm. I have sold to people that I haven't liked and okay to be fair I don't think you have to like every single customer no but there is a specific type of customer that I don't want to sell to do not want to sell to and And it's usually boils down to entitlement yes and there's so many times where I wish like past Marina just literally said no I'm not gonna bother like and yeah yeah, it should have just been like it's not worth the dollar amount even if like I raise my price because I've done that before where it's like you're pissing me off that you know, quote for a twenty dollar yeah. or it became twenty five dollars because I don't like dealing I don't with you. Like you, <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I've definitely done that before, and you know, I've definitely had this speech from the other person saying the customer's always right. But like, you know what? If I feel like you're not 
<laughs> worth my time, then, well, my time becomes more valuable. Yeah. Right? Or if you're taking up too much of my time, you know, if I spend, you know, three days chatting with you about, like, one custom video that's, like, three minutes long, uh, you should be paying a lot more for that, right? Yeah. So I definitely have felt that before where I've, like, I wish... Not necessarily that I didn't make the content, but I just wish that I didn't settle to deal with this individual. Yeah, absolutely. Wasn't worth it. I very much agree with that. There And there are far too many of those customers. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. But on the other side, what happens when the customer is right? Because there are, we're human. Yeah. We're fucking, we're, as much as I like to think that I'm this fucking perfect goddess. <laughs> I, fuck you. <laughs> We're not, but we're not, we're not. And we make mistakes and shit happens and life happens. And so what do we do? Well, this doesn't apply to me. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that's not true. Um, I definitely have felt that like my biggest thing, like when I feel like, oh, this is a me thing. This right. isn't a customer thing. This is a Marina thing. Marina yeah. fucked up here. It's definitely like 99% of the time. It's about timelines that I get back to people. Same. Like if I get a photo request right yeah custom photo set um and i give a quote of like let's say five days yeah chances are i'll still get that within five days but if i make it to that five day mark i'm feeling really awful i'm feeling really anxious about it i don't like it taking very long to get content back to people if it takes longer than my quote then i just feel like shit and then i typically like send a whole bunch of extra things yeah same uh, because like, you know, my bad, I fucked up. I let you down. Yeah. And... So here's something extra. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important that like communication is really like we're a, we're a business, right? So yeah. it, like if a product isn't arriving on time, we, or isn't set to arrive on time, we should at least give a heads up. Yeah. Like how many times have we been pissed off with Amazon because something was supposed to arrive today and then it arrived tomorrow. Like, it's still, like, two-day shipping instead of one-day shipping. But yeah. you're like, Jesus, fuck. Jesus, like, what the fuck, Amazon? You like, fucking piece G- of shit. You let me down. <laughs> it, you told me one-day delivery. I pay for Prime every year. Yeah. And yet, I'm here waiting an extra fucking day. When I wanted it today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's stupid. But, like, it it's is. true. That's how it feels. And when it's, yeah. like, especially, like, with content, right? How much more individualized? How much per- more personal? Well, and, and also the, the fact that people scam. Yes. And right? I was just about so, to say that, too, yeah. right? They could, you know, sellers... On sorry buyers on the other side of the transaction they have been through this before they're right? taking a risk they especially on like sites not on OnlyFans I mean you can still scam on OnlyFans but they kind of have a bit of a backup with with OnlyFans because you can get like things reimbursed and shit like that yeah but but outside so say you're selling on Twitter or like Penny Deal or things like that right these these sites really don't have much invested except for the sellers paying them $20 a month right so it's very easy for people to come in and scam so buyers are taking a huge risk absolutely they are yeah yeah (sighs) yeah so when shit isn't coming or when you're not your shit isn't oh my god fucking when you're taking too long to get your shit together thank you marina you need to communicate with them right because that you're gonna create a healthier relationship with your buyer yeah yeah. I remember, uh, so I work as a, I mean, not this year because this year nothing was really happening, but, yeah. um, in the summers I work as a backpacking trip guide leader. That's what I do. And mm-hmm. I remember I got a custom order and I was on call for a shift that I really didn't think was going to happen. Right. And then it happened. They got enough registrants. So they called me up and I went and it was like 10 days that I was gone. I felt like shit oh, that no. I couldn't even tell them like, Hey, sorry, I 
I had to go like the, the yeah. day of and what did they say did they 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 took it like a champ thank oh, gosh because I've worked with them before but like that didn't take away from like how shitty I felt yeah that in that situation like I was I let them down yeah I really did and I still feel bad about that that was a year ago yeah I definitely have had moments where like even just this week so my wait time for videos is usually four weeks if you want it sooner than that, they usually pay like a shit ton of money. But I made an exception for like uh, a buyer of mine recently um, because he purchases from me like at least once a month. So I was like, whatever, I could probably get this video done in a week. Well, surprise, surprise, my condo just sold and I'm moving within like two weeks. So I've been so fucking swamped that I haven't been able to make his content for him. And yeah, felt really bad and had to kind of explain that to him and let him down. Um, but yeah, it's always kind of like a like a uh, like a sickening in my stomach where I'm like, fuck, I'm late on sending content to somebody because mm-hmm. you never know if that's going to be the last straw for them, right? Yeah, because it could be, right? Yeah, especially if it's someone you haven't worked with before. Thank gosh, in both of those, ooh, <laughs> um, thank gosh, in both of our experiences, they were people who knew us, so it's yeah. not like they think that we're disappearing. But like, how many times do you get that message from like a first time customer where they're like, have you forgotten about me? Like, yeah. you're still there. And we're like, oh shit. Like, yeah. So sorry. So on that same note, have you ever sent a refund to somebody? Um, not for that reason. Right. I've refunded because I didn't like them. Yeah. I have done that too. <laughs> uh, I think that's a very dumb move, especially in FinDom where like if they send money and like you've disrespected me, I don't want your money, right? Your submission yeah. is your money a lot of the times. So I, if I don't want it, that's the biggest insult that we could possibly give to you. Yeah. Because like at the end of the day, money is money, right? So like it's still useful. But if I am at a point that I'm so frustrated with you that I still don't want your money, yeah, eh, that's not good. Yeah, I've kind of I've kind of changed my stance on that mm. ever since I had like a, a fin sub of mine go, oh, thank you so much for returning it, because then I can give it to this other person. <laughs> I've kind of changed my stance behavior. on it. I've been like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna keep fucking people's money because you fucking wasted my time. I might as well be compensated <laughs> for it properly. <laughs> you're an asshole (laughs) fuck you (laughs) (laughs) that's fair i remember that there was a time where you'd return things yeah and like there is times that i i still do it Mm -hmm. um but like if it's five dollars i'll fucking return it it's negligible like i don't fucking give a shit your your chump change yeah Um, really (laughs) but but if it's like a hundred dollars keep that shit Fuck you. you. Do you ever think that it's the content creator's responsibility to, re- to provide a refund? I think it's really tricky in that. I feel like if you have, I feel like there are so many other ways that you could make things better mm-hmm. before having to provide a refund. Like if we're, we're talking about like somebody has requested a video say, and mm-hmm. you um, are late sending it. It's not the content that they wanted, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If it's a lot of things building up, I feel like yeah, you for could, one singular or, thing. But like, seems there's still to. so many ways to do that. Like I've done it where I'm like, oh, I'm late on this. Oh, you didn't like what I had to like. I mean, I've had it where people go, oh, you didn't do this. I'm like, well, you didn't ask me to do that. Mm-hmm. Or they give me like a really, really short synopsis of what they want in the video, and so I make the video, and then they're like, oh, I really wanted more of this. I'm like, well. 
you didn't give me enough to work with here. But how I usually respond to that is I'll give you like a 15% discount on your next video. Yeah. Things like that. And then make sure that you provide like a more detailed description of what you're actually looking for. Things like that. Right? There's other ways to solve a problem before going to refund. Yeah. I feel like refund, like if we're going back to like our theme of power dynamics, when you give a refund, you know, you fucked around with those power dynamics, right? You're kind of saying you win. shit. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Like the, the, I think that the buyer oh, wins a lot of times. Wins. Like, because yeah. I've had it too. Like, I've had it where, like, you know, a buyer has said they want this for right. you know, content, and then I deliver it to them, and they say, oh, well, it doesn't have this. Oh, I wish you did this. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to do this. It's like, well, you mentioned none of these things. So, right? And when they say the words, I want a refund, right? If I give them that refund, they, they right, right. win. I see what you mean. I see what right? you mean. Yeah, they're being unrealistic. I don't think in that specific scenario that you should ever provide a refund. No. Because it's not fair. It's not, uh, you provide, like, you met the criteria that they said yeah. just because they're making a huge fuss and like this is the dangers of going through PayPal right because yeah. people can usually ask for refunds unless you do through family and friends but yeah that's definitely giving into that power dynamic shift which is not don't do it yeah we don't fuck that you can you can repair that relationship another way or maybe it's just a fucking scamming dude yep Maybe he's just a shitty entitled dude. You know, I remember, sorry, this is like completely sort of off topic, but like kind of related. I remember in like high school, I had this group of friends. I did not stay friends with them for very long after this, but (laughs) uh, I remember they would go to Starbucks and they would order this like fucking ridiculous over the top order. And then, you know, the barista would make it and they would take one sip and they would say it's wrong. And then they would ask them to remake it and they would ask them to remake it for however many friends were there. (gasps) So they only pay for one fucking drink. I, that's disgusting. I'm not friends with those. That's I'm not. Horrible. Yeah, but that's the vibe that I sometimes get from buyers where they're just saying, oh, well, you didn't do this perfectly. Oh, well, you didn't do it right. I'm sending it back. I'm sending it back until I get exactly what I want. And really what they wanted was 10 free fucking videos, Which right? That's giving noise. them what they want. That's you yeah. as the seller losing the power. Yeah. And it also like, just think about how much energy that takes for you to do. Yeah. Right. right? It's just not fair. And it's not, it's not, you're not compensated properly for it either. Yeah. Right. So buyers who are listening if you are that you are the scum of the earth yeah yeah there's a special there's a special place in hell for you yeah so fuck you there really is (laughs) or if you're a person who does that to the barista at starbucks yeah fuck you that's so shitty don't do that that's such a shitty thing to do Yeah. yeah so in aspects of that, how, like, when a customer or a buyer comes to you and, and starts doing these shitty shenanigans, mm-hmm. how do you regain control? My favorite thing to say is, what could I possibly do to make this right? Yeah. And just leave them with that question, because if they come up with something absolutely ridiculous, then I say I'm not doing it. But if yeah. they actually, like, come up with something that's reasonable... Oh, then you're problem solving. Yeah. Yeah. But if they're just being, like fucking piece of shit yeah. right if they're being a twat and they are just making your life miserable they genuinely respond to that being like you know listing mm-hmm. all these fucking things that they want and it's over the top why are you bothering they're fighting yeah. for the power they're, you asking them you putting it they're on not them. actually wanting to resolve it yeah they, they're wanting more free shit from you basically yeah <laughs> and i've definitely seen that before where i've had that response well what can i do right yeah. because i want to i don't want you to be pissed off i want yeah. you to have a good experience so what exactly. can i do to, to make, make this better. right and if they can't come up with a good answer then i shouldn't have worked with them in the first place yeah exactly yeah 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 no uh, that's basically what i do as well yeah i i ask them i kind of put the put the control in their court like what to offer back you know what mm-hmm. i mean um and then if they actually come up with something that's reasonable 
of course self-fulfilling. Well, it's kind of like, you know, making them squirm a little bit, right? Like, if you can't come up with a good answer, then then, then you're whining about then you're whining, nothing. Yeah. And My favorite just... thing to do is to, like, send screenshots of previous conversations and be like, well, this is what was expected. Yeah. I, I don't pull out the screenshots very often. I do it only when they're being shitty. Yeah. I don't do that unless. I, like, <laughs> I'm, like, psychotic in this way. I will save fucking screenshots and I will hold on to them. And I've definitely done that before with, like, people who, you know, like, their scam is to reapproach you as if they've never worked with you before. <laughs> and, then like, I'll play it out, you know. I love playing. I love to see how far <laughs> that rabbit hole goes. And then all it takes is one day to really take me over the edge where I just send them all the fucking screenshots and I say nothing with it and we'll see what happens that's my kind of entertainment I love that (laughs) so much so uh, (laughs) that's a last resort but like it's my favorite (laughs) that's so good you're so evil oh yeah it's fun for me I fucking love (laughs) like it's like passive aggressive but not no it's intentionally aggressive intentionally aggressive and very Full frontal aggressive. Mm-hmm. I like putting the message with it, like it's passive aggressive. Like, oh, I think we've tried it before. <laughs> Is this you? And like you? 14 different usernames. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, oh my god. Why does that happen so often? Uh, because people like to try and scam sex workers because it's not regulated. Yeah. That's simple though. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think I kind of want to talk about like some like good customers and like bad customers that we have. Okay. Yeah. So why don't you give me some uh, like your your worst one? Uh, well, before the episode, you mentioned one that would be a really good example. To oh yeah. Here. Um, yeah. Oh right, right. Yeah, before yeah, we started yeah. recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this person, uh, I worked with them for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, when I first entered oh, right, sex work, like the first month I right. entered into the world, uh, I met him on on the platform on Penny Deal, yeah. and uh, he liked to ask a lot of questions. So he would have like these massive like messages, super long, just questions. Yeah. And you know what? He was like to have a conversation with him was very intellectually stimulating. Mm-hmm. And although it so felt he was like, a smart dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to like put a little asterisk. This is a great example of like a weird pe- power dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, it got weird. <laughs> um, but like his questions were very intellectually interesting to right. me. And like for me, I feel like, I feel like lots of people would agree with this, but like mm-hmm. how many really intellectually stimulating conversations do you have in sex work? It is so, so rare. So fucking rare. It's so rare. So it's when so I rare. like, you know, was trying to this, this is the first person that I interacted right. with that had any kind of like backbone to speaking. Yeah. And I was like, all right, you know what? Let's play ball. I'm interested in, in chatting. And then I would ask him questions and he would say, not yet. And I was like, that's, that's, that's a red flag. Ah. <laughs> I don't really like that. And so then I started not answering all of his questions where I'd say, right. ah, that's, that's privileged. Or it would be arbitrarily chosen. Like it wasn't yeah. like none of the questions were. Right actually this guy was paying you at this time right uh not quite yet i'll get to that so he yeah we chatted for like probably three days and i was starting to phase out with this guy because you know there was i thought there could have been a potential for a sale but no money talks were happening and you know it was just a lot of questions taking up a lot of time a lot of questions of you yeah and like they were like not personal questions but but just questions and it was taking up a lot of time um so, like, things like vampires or werewolves or, like, do you think you'd pull the lever in, you in know, the, the train 
paradigm yeah, 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 yeah. like those kind of questions like nothing like really crossing a boundary right of personal like he wasn't asking about my family he wasn't asking about me it was just like yeah. very like just wanted to know so yeah after three days I was starting to phase out with this guy right and then uh i get a paypal notification for 250 dollars, oh. and he said um for a great conversation and that was from him. And I was like, oh, well, you know, like if he's paying for my time, you know, maybe he wants like some sort of like girlfriend experience vibe. Sort of deal, like, yeah. This is what he does with it. Yeah. Whatever. So you know what? $250, that's going to get my interest for a couple more days. So yeah. kept chatting with him. Anyways, he ended up buying a few things for me at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But uh, he would like after probably about two months, he started talking about how he would have money problems. And uh I was like, well, um, maybe, you That's know, a red flag. That's a red flag. And right you know there. what? Like, we all have financial difficulties in some capacity, right? Yeah. Whether it's, like, you directly or you know people that you maybe you yeah. want to help or wish you could help or yeah. as family. You know, like, money problems follow everywhere, right? Oh, yeah. Even, like, the top 1% have money problems with the stocks they put into, right? Like... <laughs> You know, in some capacity, right? We yeah. are always finding problems with the yeah. money we're earning, right? When are you ever really satisfied? Exactly. So I was kind of feeling like that was his problem, but then he would keep sending me, you know, large chunks of money every once in a while. It would be very random. Right, And yeah. I started noticing, like, you're keeping me on a leash here by sending all this money, money at really random times. So it was, like, arbitrary, and I feel like that's actually calculated on his, I his part. I absolutely thought it was calculated. And yeah. I think that... Um, had I not known, had I not been able to be, like, aware of that, that could have been, like, a really problematic situation for me. Right, yeah. Uh, but he would, he was the type of person who asked to see pictures of my face and said, like, we're really close. We, I think I've earned that privilege. I'm yeah. like, no, there's no... You really have not earned that privilege. No, no one's earned that privilege online. Yeah. Um, I've earned that privilege, but that's because I know Marina yeah. in real if you, life. If you know me in real life, <laughs> you, you get the can privilege. see my face. <laughs> Actually, if you know me in real life, the real privilege would be able to see me in the mask yes that's true actually <laughs> yeah but you get pulled that's a really small very small percentage yeah, right. yeah so he uh kept me on the hook and then after a while he said you know like i'm really really struggling with finances so why don't i send you 60 dollars a month um and i was like well okay oh that's so that's not little. very much money i'm not really interested yeah. in that kind of arrangement um i'll chat with you when you feel like it. Yeah. Which is you going, yeah, I enjoy our conversations, which you literally, like you do, you legitimately like his conversations. Yeah. But. I wasn't playing that game. You don't have to talk to him. No. And then uh, it came up, he joked at one point that he wanted to get me like a birthday gift. Right. And then he contacted me like a month before my birthday last year. This was last year, year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was telling me like, oh, I'm still going to buy you that birthday gift. And like that was of a very high monetary value, that gift. Mm -hmm. And um, he kept (laughs) bringing it up. And I was like, well, you're telling me that you're financially struggling. You're saying you're helping your mom. You're saying you can't pay your rent. He's leading you on. Yeah. And so like I, I kept him on like, you know, sure, I'll stay on the hook for the gift. But as soon as the gift was given... Uh, then he asked me for, uh, he said, oh, as a reward uh, for your birthday, this got weird, uh, for your birthday gift, I'd like you to dom me. And I was like, uh, that, you can pay a few dollars sure. a minute for me to dom you. Yeah. But if you're asking just as a 
gift for me that's not a gift for me i'm not interested in that yeah that's not what a, but do you hear like the phrasing of that yeah he's making it seem like he's doing you a favor and yeah. that is like a clear example of somebody who is trying to put the power dynamic in their favor absolutely yeah yeah so um i stopped reaching out to him and he made a big fuss about it at some point you know saying, of course he did he's like oh well this was clearly only financially driven for you and it's like well that's, like, that's what do you expect? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you're you're contacting a sex worker and you're you want a friend. Uh, you t- talk about how you're lonely a lot, but then you also talk about how you have these like eight women that you really like like sending money to. Um, maybe you shouldn't be sending money in large amounts to these eight women because I'm sure that someone new, interesting comes along. You send another two hundred fifty dollars, and then you're in deficit for a while trying to make that up. You know it. And at some point, fucking called him out on it. And like, you know, that's where I keep those screenshots and hold on to them for months. And just piled them all in his direction at one point and just said, like, don't you dare try to tell me that you're not manipulative AF. Yeah, because you are. This is what manipulation looks like. And clearly you've been trying this for a long time. This isn't new. Yeah. And I am. And luckily he got, (laughs) he got you who is a lot more wise than maybe somebody who might be newer or yeah. younger to the scene, right? Or yeah. not as maybe aware of what people can, can be like in these situations. Yeah. And I think that's a that's a really power... Like, honestly, I think that story is like a perfect example of somebody who has money technically to give, mm-hmm. but uses it to kind of hook people in. Yeah, and he even said to me at one point, like he was really upset that one of his favorite people he liked to send money to, he sent like $1,500 to her and then she disappeared the next day. And he was <laughs> saying, oh, I'm so worried about her well-being. I'm like, no, she got the fuck out. She ran and she was tired of you and she got her money and she got out. And Did you say that to him? No, God, no. <laughs> because he didn't want me seeing that part of his game. He wanted me right. to see that he was such a giving heart. Oh, look at him. Yeah, look. I'm so sad because this woman who I trusted i'm just so worried about her he didn't mention how the financial deficit harmed him he said about how he was so worried about that oh my gosh look at what a great dude he is just so great red flags red flags and uh being in those situations like there's not really a monetary amount that (laughs) that can make that worthwhile to me yeah 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 i think that just about sums it up yeah yeah sweet Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. That was fucking awesome. Um, so follow us on Twitter. We're at the Deadly Sins Duo. Um, we post updates there. Um, all of like the stuff from our um, Patreon, like when we post updates on our Patreon, goes up on our Twitter. So and and feel free to like DM us with like questions or things that you want like talked about on the podcast. Yeah, I even feel like this could be a part two on like what good power dynamics could look like. Yeah, and... I think we should do that honestly. Yeah, or even like that we talked about briefly. Like if you wanted an actual like Dom sub version of power dynamic yeah. episode, we'd love to do that. Just pop us a message on Deadly Sins Duo. Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, de- yeah, sorry. A Deadly Sins duo on Twitter. Um, yeah, I think, honestly, there is more to talk about this because it's just such a diverse topic. Mm-hmm. And there's so much. Because I've experienced so many good power dynamics like, yes. in a femdom situation and in a sex worker position as well. Yeah. Right? Just like Absolutely. with clients. And so, yeah, there's way more that we could talk about on this. Um, but, yeah, so DM us on, on Twitter. Um, subscribe to our Patreon. Support us. We're fucking awesome. You'll get... The video version of this, you'll get early access to podcasts. You'll get blog posts on like what we're fucking doing. Yeah, we got lots of tiers and lowest ones at one dollar. So yeah. if you don't have a lot to 
spend we understand yeah oh yeah and there's even like a tier for buyers as well which is like all of our duo dom shit um we're gonna be uploading like a new audio thing as well up there and there's like a few other things like sexy pics and shit um that we'll be posting on there um subscribe to our only fans please would love to see you please i'm onlyfans.com slash aslan davis oh you're not gonna do it no it doesn't work i think it works just (laughs) fine onlyfans.com slash aslan davis I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on OnlyFans at It's My Best Asset. <laughs> also, if you're a uh, a buyer or I mean, or even a sex worker, if you want to provide us with snacks or like fun things, buy us snacks. We'd love that. <laughs> please, please buy us snacks. It'll be fun to eat and drink coffees. Then we can well, like we cheers podcasts. to you, exactly. person. Sweet. Okay. Thanks, guys. We'll see you all next week. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.